0: Hello, and welcome to DD-214, the podcast for people leaving the military. I'm your host and retired veteran, Eric. Welcome to the show. This is episode one, the mission. The mission of DD-214 is to provide a place for veterans and transitioning service members to share their experiences and insights in order to improve the body of available information for the betterment of our community. As any veteran will attest, transitioning out of the military can be both a time of excitement and a time of uncertainty. The experience is unique to each of us. There are different circumstances as well. One might have served long enough to become retirement eligible, as was the case with me. Others might be retired earlier for medical reasons, or perhaps the service member decides not to reenlist. Others get into trouble and leave through the administration separation process with a general or other than honorable discharge. And lastly, there are those who end up being tried by court-martial and receive a bad conduct discharge or a dishonorable discharge. Whatever your circumstance may be, there are certain things you're required to do prior to getting your DD-214. You'll go through a pre-separation counseling process, fill out some paperwork, and attend the Transition Assistance Program, or TAP, in your local area. You'll get your medical records, which can take up to 30 days. As soon as you know you are separating from the service, you will need to visit medical for your screening, which will determine your VA disability rating. Throughout your career, you should have had everything documented in your medical record. You will want to get everything possible evaluated for things like knees, flat feet, hearing, perhaps a sleep study. Hey friends, are you ready to step confidently into post-military life? If so, then please send me a message over at LinkedIn. You'll find me under Eric A. Coop. Now back to the show. Additionally, I recommend a visit to the Adult Behavioral Clinic for a mental health evaluation. Several years in the military can be very stressful. And over the past two decades, thousands of men and women have experienced combat operations. Even if you have some personal aversion to the idea of receiving disability payments, remember that you pay taxes and the covenant with America is that if they broke you, they bought you. After four years at the Naval Academy and 20 years and seven months in uniform, I'm realizing that mental health does have real impacts on one's ability to work. Why do you think so many veterans experience homelessness? There will be other transition assistance programs that are optional at no cost to you. Through TAP, there are some uh, career-specific courses you'll take. The Institute for Military Veterans and Families, or IVMF, is funded by several large corporations and offers courses in certification programs through Syracuse University. IVMF offers courses in such disciplines as IT, project management, and Lean Six Sigma. Spouses are also eligible to enroll. If still on active duty painting separation, I believe you can start within the last six months of your service and as late as a year after separation. This program happens in two parts: a week-long boot camp and a week-long course. I found the boot camp to be more informative than TAP itself. They introduced me to several resources to include American corporate partners, hiring our heroes, and other programs as well as hiring managers at several large companies that really like hiring veterans there is also SkillBridge which offers transitioning service members a paid internship for up to the last 6 months of military service though that requires command approval and the services have recently cracked down and placed limits of 30 90 or 120 days on the more senior military pay grades both officer and enlisted. The reason I did not use Skillbridge was because I was moving from the D.C. area back to my home in Florida and did not see how doing a job for six months inside the Beltway would actually help me. Separation programs and VA benefits aside, transitioning can be hard, especially after a full career. In this sense, I'm talking about how we form a sense of purpose and I while some folks might be able to smoothly switch into the civilian mindset, I suspect many, if not most of us have some degree of struggle for me, 24 and a half years wearing the uniform from the time I was 18 up to my 43rd birthday was my life and identity. Having become quite used to the structure and cultural military life, suddenly it was gone. I worked as a military contractor for a while thinking I could retain a semblance of the old life, but I finally came to the realization that it wasn't quite what I wanted. So I left that job to pursue other things and feel more ready now after nearly two years out of uniform to make peace with my new life. As you prepare to transition, talk with veterans you know. You might also know someone with broken service. In my case, it was my direct superior who had left the service for three years before coming back in. I heard quite a few pearls of wisdom, but what I think might be common are that the first post-military job you take will not be your next career, and that it takes six months or a year or even longer to figure out what it is you actually want to do. Being about two years into my civilian life, that advice so far has proven very true. The transition from military life to civilian life will be a unique experience for the individual, but many aspects of your transition are not unique at all. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Be sure to follow the show in your favorite podcast app so you know every time there's a new episode and be sure to share this episode with your fellow service members and veterans.